Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Willits, the recollections of Thelma Sawyers, born 1899. Now this was in 1909. One morning, my three-year-old brother Harvey got up. He had a beautiful new flannel gown on. As he came too close to the fireplace, the gown just went up in flames. He came screaming into the kitchen. Mother smothered the fire out with her apron, and of course he was badly burned. The doctor came out and worked with him and dressed both legs. Finally, in time, the doctor decided they'd have to graft skin. It was the only way to save the legs because they were so badly burned. The burns were so deep. So Dr. Gunn put in a call at the high school, and several boys volunteered to give skin. Uncle Fred Bond came over, too, but as he worked around horses, the doctor wouldn't use his skin. I don't know why, but I guess he was just afraid to. So the day came, and these high school boys came down to Dr. Gunn's office in the two-story building called the Willits Mercantile Building. Dr. Gunn and Dr. Blodgett worked together. They spent practically the whole day and into the late evening. My mother and her sister, Nettie Duffield, also helped the doctors all day. Another uncle, Jesse Duffield, gave five pieces of skin. There were eight high school boys, and they each gave two or more pieces of skin. Mervyn Sacri, Walter Scott, Clifford Steele, Fred Roth, and Cassius Rowe, I remember. This happened in 1909. I can't recall the names of the other three boys. In all, there were 22 pieces of skin and each about five inches in length. The doctor would lay these pieces of skin in a saline solution. Then, instead of the doctor taking care of those boys whose dripping, bleeding arms, the boys said, no, you take care of the baby. It took hours and hours to take this skin and lay it on those two legs because as they took the skin off, it would curl up like a bacon rind. They'd work and work to lay the skin to get it to stay put. It had to lap a little bit. It took them real late into the evening to finish their work. But every piece of grafted skin grew but one. That means he only lost one piece of skin. I think this was a miracle. Now the doctor would come out to the ranch and dress the legs, but finally he gave Mother permission to drive in. And there's Harvey, three years old, laying on a pillow as they took him into the town on a spring wagon. Mother would carry him upstairs to the office, and the doctor would dress his legs. They had his legs in a sort of frame to keep his knees from bending up. The muscles would want to draw up, and it would take a long time to relax them. Many times they'd have to give him chloroform to put him to sleep so that they could put those legs down flat to dress them and get them back in the frame. And that went on for a year. Mother just stayed by his bedside and took care of him day and night. When they used to dress his legs at the ranch, he would scream so that I would run out in the orchard to get away. But in time, he overcame it and grew up. 
and he went to high school and on to college. He was a football player and a basketball player. He's a rancher now. There were wonderful doctors in those days, too. Dr. Gunn said that he was experimenting, and he did. He said that the only thing they had left to do was to experiment, and he certainly knew what he was doing. That was the first time he'd ever grafted, especially like that. And when my father said, Well, doctor, what do I owe you? Dr. Gunn looked him straight in the eye and said, You could never, never pay me what you'd owe me. I'll tell you what you could do, though. Whenever you kill a bee for a hog, bring me some fresh meat ever so often. Bring me some eggs, bring me some vegetables, some butter, or something like that. And my father did just that. Isn't that something? Not many people know this. You've been listening to the recollections of Thelma Sawyers. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Zeke.